Good morning and welcome to the January 4th episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy, and on today's episode, we are talking about a major feud that had four serious watermarks on this very day, January 4th. So what was the feud? Well, let's get into it. It's not uncommon for two wrestlers to have feuds that play out over multiple annual events. For example, we saw The Rock face off against John Cena two years in a row at WrestleMania. Same thing with Andre and Hogan earlier in WWE history. There are a lot of examples of things like this happening. But when we look at the history of January 4th, we really need to travel to Japan, where New Japan Pro Wrestling has held a t show at the Tokyo Dome every year since 1992. And when you consider some of the biggest, most high-profile matches in the last 10 to 15 years, it's hard not to look at the feud between Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kazuchika Okada. It all started in 2012, when the Rainmaker, Kazuchika Okada, made his return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, it's customary for developing wrestlers to go on excursions. The formula is essentially wrestle a bunch of opening matches in New Japan, travel to Mexico or the United States for a seasoning, and come back to New Japan where the company will now push you like a star. So on January 4th, 2012, Okada came back to New Japan after what was essentially a two-year excursion. His first match back was on the biggest of stages, Wrestle Kingdom 6 at the Tokyo Dome. He got a win that night over Yoshihashi. Now the other person in this story, Hiroshi Tanahashi, he was busy in the main event defeating Minoru Suzuki to not only retain his IWGP Heavyweight Championship, but to also break the record for the most successful title defenses of that championship belt. And here comes the first watermark for January 4th between Okada and Tanahashi. In a surprise, the returning Okada issued a challenge to Tanahashi following Tana's main event win. And that was good enough, right? But a month later, the wrestling world was kind of shocked when Okada was successful in gaining that IWGP World Heavyweight Championship from Hiroshi Tanahashi. Okada's run would last about six months until the New Japan Dominion show where Okada lost the belt back to Tanahashi in the match Tokyo Sports would name Match of the Year. So that puts them, at this point, one and one since Okada's return to the promotion. But while the 13-year veteran Hiroshi Tanahashi was considered the ace of New Japan, Okada was coming for that mantle. And in his first time as a competitor in the G1 Climax Round Robin Tournament, Okada would vanquish Machine Gun Carl Anderson in the finals, becoming the youngest winner in the tournament's lengthy history. And the tournament actually sets Okada up as the number one contender. And after defending that number one contender status a few times, the match was made. It would be Okada versus Tanahashi on this very day in 2013 at Wrestle Kingdom 7. It's our second watermark between Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi that occurred on January 4th. The result? Okada loses. So Tanahashi retains, and the veteran now has a 2-1 lead over Okada in their singles history. But we're not done yet. Not yet by a long shot. 
two months later, Okada would win the New Japan Cup. Now this is different than the G1. This one is a single elimination tournament designed to name a new number one contender. Using his status as number one contender, Okada went on to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship from Tanahashi for a second time on April 7th. The two would face again in the G1 Climax that year, but they wrestled to a draw, making their head-to-head -head record 2-2-1 and at this point. Later that year in October, Tanahashi would get another title shot against Okada. Tanahashi went so far as to say that this would be his final attempt to win that title, and Tanahashi lost. And it appeared that the mantle of Ace did, in fact, transfer to Okada. And Okada would now lead the series three wins, two losses, and one draw. And by the time we got to Wrestle Kingdom 8 on January 4th, 2014, the rivalry between Okada and Tanahashi continued in sort of a roundabout way. Okada was the defending IWGP heavyweight champion. His challenger was Tetsuya Naito. Tanahashi, on the other hand, was challenging for the company's Intercontinental Championship held at that time by Shinsuke Nakamura. So while the Ace and the Rainmaker didn't go head-to-head -head on that night, New Japan realized that the hype for the Intercontinental title match was maybe on par with the Heavyweight Championship. So the company decided to conduct a fan vote to decide whether Okada's defense or Tanahashi's challenge would get the main event spot. Okada and Naito received half of the votes that the Nakamura-Tanahashi match got. So this is a W for Tana, but we're not going to update the score. Okada retained his championship at Wrestle Kingdom, and as a side note, Tanahashi also won the Intercontinental Championship belt. Tanahashi would drop his IC title back to Nakamura in April, while Okada would carry the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for 13 months before losing it to the Bullet Club's AJ Styles on May 3rd, 2014. Okada also challenged Styles twice for the championship later that month, and he lost both bouts. But Okada, he stayed busy, winning the 2014 G1 Climax in August with a victory in the finals over Shinsuke Nakamura. Meanwhile, Tanahashi, who had long been absent from the heavyweight championship picture since losing to Okada way back in October of 2013, decided to dip his toe back in those waters, and he won the IWGP heavyweight championship from Styles on October 13th at the King of Pro Wrestling show. And you know what that means. G1 Climax winner versus IWGP Heavyweight Champion on January 4th. And while both Okada and Tana had to defend their status as challenger and champion respectively, they did both make it to Wrestle Kingdom 9 on this day in 2015 for our third watermark in the whole Okada-Tanahashi feud. It was a rematch, obviously. And while Okada led the series with three wins, two losses, and one draw, he had yet to beat Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom. In a four and three quarter star classic on the Meltzer scale, Tanahashi picked up the W once again. So we're back to even with three wins, three losses apiece, one draw. It's always fun to note that this Tanahashi Okada match was already being discussed as a match of the year candidate. And uh, by the way, it's only January 4th.
The strongest competition in that category would be the Nakamura and Ibushi Intercontinental title match on the same show's undercard. Looking like this is a good show if you want to go back and watch it. But alas, Okada would go on a losing streak, and Tanahashi would lose the championship back to AJ Styles on February 11th. But eventually, both men got back on track as the Rainmaker would put down Styles at Dominion on July 5th to win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the third time. Meanwhile, Tanahashi won his second G1 Climax, defeating Shinsuke Nakamura, the man who actually eliminated Okada in this tournament, in the finals. By the way, it does strike me as odd how often we're talking about Nakamura in this show. So here we go again. This is starting to sound like a broken record, but the shoe is on the other foot now. Okada defends the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, while Tanahashi defends his right to challenge for it. Both men are successful throughout the remainder of the year and we're right back to Wrestle Kingdom on this day in 2016 for our fourth major watermark in the feud between Okada and Tanahashi. But this time, Hiroshi Tanahashi is the challenger, Okada is the champion, it is their third January 4th main event, and this time, Okada gets that win. He snaps the Wrestle Kingdom losing streak against Tanahashi, and so Okada leads their head-to-head series 4-3-1 as the story of their January 4th feud comes to a close. Now that really concludes their story as far as this very day is concerned, but during Okada's fourth reign as champion, he broke all of Tanahashi's records, including combined days as champion and most successful title defenses in one reign, which is a distinction he earned in a defense against Tanahashi. They would go on to have a pair of draws in both the 2017 and 2018 G1 Climax, and Tanahashi even defended his 2018 G1 Climax briefcase against Okada. Tana won that one. So there's a lot of history here, and I think I have the final tally as Okada leading 5-4-3. If you enjoyed this trip down New Japan Pro Wrestling history, then jump on into the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group, and we can continue the conversation with me and John and others listeners of this show. You can find it by going to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show or you can just search for daily wrestling news show if we don't see you in the group i hope you're subscribed so we can see you right back here for another episode of the daily wrestling news show